What's up, peeps? Straight Shooting LJ here, and welcome to another episode of the Straight Shooting View. Now, let's get right into the heart of the matter. Premier League, greedy. Greedy. Purely greedy. Pay-per-view Premier League is where I want to go um, with today's point. And you know what, yeah? The Premier League having pay-per-view matches for £14.95. Wow. I mean, I grew up in an era with kind of pro wrestling pay-per-view. And I remember in 2002 in this country when Sky Box Office started doing the, started doing the well, some of the big four events as pay-per-views for about the same price, actually, 14.95. The Royal Rumble in 2002, I remember, was pay-per-view. Um, I think you had Vengeance and a couple of the other B-shows that year as well, which were pay-per-view. Now... That's obviously not new in the wrestling world. Pay-per-view has been around for 20, 30 years. But with football, there are already subscription-based services and a lot of them, and they are not cheap. Sky Sports, BT Sport, they are not cheap. And the funny thing about Premier League pay-per-view is it's not even a new thing. I don't know if you guys remember Sky Sports Prem Plus. That used to be like £5 a game. And I think that was in like 05, 06. So it's it. It's not a new thing. But it's the timing of this particular one. Now we're still in the coronavirus pandemic. It's still October of 2020. Don't mean to date this vlog. But I wanted to for context. But the Premier League once again is showing its greed. And the TV companies, as I said a few months ago in regards to the Premier League returning, um, is it money over health? The TV companies obviously want their money. If they they paid, what, $4.45 billion plus, because Amazon didn't reveal what they paid, they paid $4.45 billion plus for the latest round of TV rights, which we're in, I think, the second season of now. And obviously the pandemic, with games being shown free to air and that kind of thing, I've always said it's not a benevolent gesture and see one of my previous vlogs about the fact that this is not a benevolent gesture. It wasn't. It's like they want they don't want people to forget that the subscription based services are there. So it's like eh, offer them but dangle them a little carrot, a little carrot and see what they and see what what people go for. Because like, we don't want people, we want people to think we're a nice organization like Sky Sports BT. Oh, we want people to think we're nice, we're being generous during this pandemic so that we still retain their custom once everything is back to normal or some semblance of normality. But you know what, yeah? This, this, whole, this whole thing really, really irks me about the Premier League trying to do pay-per-view football again. I didn't like the Prem Plus idea. Back in back, back in the day, I didn't like that idea, but it's even worse now because you see, number one, you're seeing millions of people losing their jobs after the furlough scheme. Um, the first wave of the furlough scheme ended in August, and this month, October, when the furlough scheme fully ends, you are going to see a lot more people losing their jobs, and belts are already going to be tightened enough in the run up to Christmas this year. Christmas 2020 is going to be a tough one for a hell of a lot of people. So the Premier League deciding now is the time to release whatever games they're not showing, they're not broadcasting already. So that's already second string games. 
offering them on a pay-per-view basis is an utter disgrace and doing it for $14.95 is even more of a disgrace. Why the hell am I going to want to watch a game that wasn't picked up for broadcast? Why am I going to want to pay $14.95 for that? Thank you, Premier League, for the encouragement to go to illegal streams. I know a few of those sites and I'm not going to tell. But the fact that... The thing is, it is definitely going to drive people to illegal streams. And personally, I see a major irony in that. But I can't go into details about that. But the way the Premier League has always gone after people. And in one of the early Pitch Talk shows back in 2010, we talked about a woman in Portsmouth with a Greek decoder who was showing Premier League games. And she won her case against the Premier League. I think she might have lost the appeal, but she won her case against the Premier League to be able to show games. So that was technically an illegal stream back then. So it's one of them where it's like, you're going to drive people to do more of that. Also, pubs showing matches as well. Well, you want to... You want to try, the government wants to try and manage how many people are in pubs and doing this 10 o'clock curfew thing. But you notice how quick the Premier League were to come out and say, oh, oh yeah, um, yeah, the 10 o'clock curfew. Okay, let's move these games back. And it's like, oh, okay, so you can do that that quickly. Okay, cool. Because I think Liverpool Arsenal was slated to be an 8.15 kickoff and then they moved it back because they realised and it was it was put around in memes Oh, imagine imagine how furious um, Liverpool and Arsenal fans are going to be when the pub has to shut when the pub has to shut on eighty minutes. And it's like that's actually a very good point. But you see how the Premier League can maneuver when it wants to. That's the thing. And throughout this pan throughout this pandemic, I've said that certain companies have have been very quick to pivot and maneuver because they've had to. They've seen, oh my God, we can make more money there. Yeah, let's do it. Let's move. Supermarkets, especially bad, especially bad for it. But that's another topic for another time. But I, I look at the Premier League. I've always said that the league is based on greed. On Pitch Talk Live shows, I've always said it. Look at Ferran Soriano's recent comments. Again, about Premier League B teams being introduced into the Football League pyramid. We discussed this on Pitch Talk Live in 2012 and also in 2014 as a special feature when the FA came out with a four-point plan and had just that idea as a as part of their four their four-point plan. They actually had the potential of Premier League B teams, and it's like no. So it's like every few years that seems to get brought up. But all that would do is create an even more closed shop as if it's not closed off enough already. And it will ring fence even more money for those 20 sides in the Premier League. But then the Football League has 72 sides. Like, no. They already get the shaft in regards to the television deals as it is because their deal is only worth about 800 mil. And stuff like initiatives such as I follow and that kind of thing, I'm with that. That's cool because clubs get a nice little kickback from that in the championship, League One and League Two. They get a nice kickback. We got to keep the so-called bottom of the pyramid strong. And where, did, where this irks me as well, 
is that the Premier League can do this whole pay-per-view thing they, that you have Richard Masters and, and the Premier League powers that be complaining. Oh, well, the Premier League during this pandemic, oh, it's going to lose 700 million quid. But then during this transfer, win during this last transfer window, that's just, that's just closed. You've had clubs spending, what, 1.25 billion pounds. And it's like, I think Chelsea were responsible for like nearly 300 million of that on their own. And their pre-tax, I think they made like a pre-tax loss for 2018-19 of over 100 million, closely followed by Everton. So it's like these clubs spending big, even during a pan, even during a pandemic where the league itself has been complaining, oh, we're losing money, we're losing this, the Premier League has to come back, otherwise we're going to lose all this money. But then your clubs are spending so much. But you look at their pre-tax profits and losses. A lot of those clubs, a lot of those clubs are making, are just about making a little bit of profit, or they're losing a shed load. And it's like you wonder why people think the Premier League's greedy. But for me, one of the worst things is not even just the Premier League, not even just the clubs. But then you wrote the FA in on this as well because you look at them shutting down all, shutting down futsal. Futsal and the women's team, yeah, done. Futsal has literally been shut down because, because of the pandemic. And it's like, oh, all right, we can't let fans back into the stadiums. What, what, what's, the first, what's the first area we start cutting? All right, we can cut a few jobs at head office. But what are we going to do? We're going to cut £22 million from grassroots football. What the f... I, you, I, I, yeah, grassroots football is very close to my heart. I still play for the Ibis Eagles formerly Ibis FC and BB Eagles FC separately. But it pains me and it frustrates the hell out of me when I see the top level of the game and these clubs who... Look at, look at what Man City got in trouble for recently and they had to go to the old court of arbitration for sport. They were fiddling their numbers. They were fiddling their books and the court of arbitration for sport somehow ruled that Nah, it's all right. Don't worry, don't worry about it. You broke the rules, but you only broke them in principle. Don't worry about it. It's like, what? They, no. It's like, financial fair play has not been fit for purpose since Michel Platini withdrew, and we said this on Pitch Talk shows as well, where he withdrew their biggest bargaining chip. Oh, we're not looking to throw teams out of tournaments because of financial fair play breaches. It's like, no, don't tell them that. Because now you get the position that we're in, that clubs are just breaking it willy-nilly, and if they're big enough and if they can pay enough, then they can get away with it. And that disparity annoys the hell out of me when the Premier League comes out with sob stories like, oh, we're going to lose all this money, we need to get the league back on track, we need to this, and then, the FA, and then you've got the FA, the governing body, going, oh, well, we've got to cut £22 million a year from grassroots football. And remember, the Premier League... In the previous deal was mentioned on Pitch Talk shows, £5.136 billion was the previous TV deal. And yet the and yet grassroots football, as an all-encompassing term, was only getting £260 million of that money. And that was broken out over three goddamn years. And I've gone into the rudiments of how stupid that is and how little amount that is. But the thing is, you got, as I said, you got the Premier League trying to do this pay-per-view gimmick. 
And then you've got, you go down to the National League, they're having to rely on government bailouts just to start their goddamn season. And I'm not even joking, just to start their season in the National League, they've had to rely on a government bailout. Do you know how, do you know how much of a disgrace that is? That they're having to rely on this circus of a Tory government. See the straight shooting rants for more of me burying the government. Because I'm not going to do it here and get too political. But the fact that football, that the top level of the game is so selfish. All it would take, and it's been said recently um, by, by I think one of the owners or chairman of one of the National League clubs. All it would take is £22 million from each Premier League club to keep the National League alive. 22 million. Liverpool spent 27 on Thiago. You look at certain other teams are spending 50 million on one player. Harry Maguire, 80 million. And it's like, it's like, wow. 22 million from each side just to keep, to keep the, the Vanarama National League, just to keep the National League there. And to keep to help it stay in existence, but yet they've had to. Oh, it, it's just one of them. Where, where also as well, there have been recent meetings talking about the Premier League. Oh yeah, like the EFL saying, yeah, can we have a bit of help here because fans not coming into stadiums, fans not being allowed into stadiums because of the ever changing coronavirus pandemic and the rising cases. Again, I'm not going to get too political. That's for the straight shooting rants. Um, but it's one that was there was supposed there was supposed to be um, fans starting to be drip fed back into stadiums from October first, but that's changed now. So a lot of EFL clubs are going to start are going to start going potentially belly up. Macclesfield, a recent example where they've been wound up recently because of debts, and this pandemic has not helped. Because there's no money coming through the turnstiles. See, the big 20 in the Premier League, with the amount of money they're making, especially off TV deals, they can afford to not have fans. That's why this pay-per-view thing is a goddamn slap in the face. 14.95, and that's per game. That's not for a subscription service where you get every game in a season like I follow in the EFL. It's not like that. It's not like that at all. It's 14.95 per game. So they're mocking. They are at the Premier League is an absolute disgrace for letting that kind of crap happen. It's like, no. If anything, you should be offering those games for free. Number one, because they ain't marquee games. And number two, fans can't come to stadiums. It's bad enough that ticket prices were high enough. Remember a few years ago where Arsenal were doing like 62 quid for a home game ticket. I think it was Man City v Arsenal as it happened. Um, that was a 62 quid game. And it's like, you're charging that much to go and see the game live. Now, people can't even, they haven't even got the choice of watching the game live in person. And now you're trying to extort people who are already paying an arm and a leg for BT and Sky Sports subscriptions. And I know some prat is going to be like, oh, well, it's your choice at the end of the day. It's like, yes, it is a choice. But... I said during this during this coronavirus pandemic, a lot more people are or at home a lot more often. And if there's more lockdowns, then people are going to need something to be entertained because the mental health 
in the, the mental the, the status of people's mental health in this country has deteriorated it's been proven has deteriorated during this pandemic people are scared people are worried people need a bit of escapism and sport can provide that so why the hell are you extorting people for that privilege of being able to watch live sport See, it, it dovetails into so many other things where people think it's just simply about pay-per-view. Then you, then you just, it, then you're just, you're basically extorting people, and it's an absolute disgrace that the Premier League thinks it's appropriate now to do it. And it, it frustrates the hell out of me. And as I said the Premier League is built on greed, built on greed, just like UEFA, just like FIFA who are supposed to be a non-profit organization, but sitting on billions of pounds of cash reserves. This is Sadly, this is the game we love at the top bloody level. That's why I love grassroots football. I love amateur league football. But it's one of them, man. I want to know, you, I wanna know, your, I wanna know your views. I want to know your views. Comment section is down there. Down where? Down there. At Pitch Talk on Twitter. Tweet with us, follow us, see what we're up to. Facebook.com forward slash Pitch Talk. Join the group. Join the fan page as well. Become a fan, become a friend, become a member of the group. See what we're up to. Also, Instagram, at Pitch Talk on Instagram as well. We've got videos up there and on IGTV as well. Comment section is below. I have been straight shooting L LJA. Let me do that again. I have been straight shooting LJA, your resident copy and Liverpool supporter, of course, on Pitch Talk. Shout outs to the G-Man, Jesse Fizzle, Nate Arsenal, and JBK as well. More Pitch Talk vlogs are coming your way soon. And once again, I've been Straight Shooting LJA and until next time, comment section is below. Let me know your views on the Premier League trying to fleece the people with pay-per-view football. Let me know your views. See you next time, people. Thanks for your time.